we meet once again uh, in our act of worship today as um, we continue to explore on the parables of the kingdom of heaven. Um, in today's message, um, we are going to look at um, the parable of the talents. And from this parable, I just want to raise the theme, you know, service to God, our service to God, in which um, we want to understand, you know, the proper attitude in serving God, the attitude in serving God. You know, serving God, we, we can serve God. Yes, we, we, we serve God in different ways, different capacities. And, but I think uh, uh, for today, I think it is more about the attitude. It's something that I want to bring before us today. The attitude, how do we serve? How do we serve God? Um, this parable describes the consequences of two attitudes to Christ's return. We are a people of faith. You know, maybe some of us have heard the, this word Maranatha. Come Lord, come Maranatha. So we are a people who are waiting, we are in waiting, <clears throat> anticipating you know, the return of Christ. So as we wait for his coming, we don't just wait, you know, idle and, you know, doing nothing. We wait, serving God. So um, the person who diligently prepares for it by investing his or her time and talent to serve God will be rewarded. So that is also another message from this parable. So this parable highlights to us that uh, as we wait, you know, serving God, as we do that, with heart, with faith, with love, the parable also points to us that, you know, such an attitude would um, make us be rewarded. So, because God rewards faithfulness, it's um, another theme that also comes out from this parable. So, in the parable, we see the master who is, you know, maybe taking on a journey. So, before he sets off, he divides the, some money or talents, if you'd like. He divided the money among his servants according to their abilities. So this is how God does, because God will know really for sure uh, our abilities. Sometimes we cry foul, we cry foul to say, I think this is too much. This is so much for me. I think in this parable, um, the distribution was actually in accordance to the abilities of, of the servants in which we see that the first one received five, the second one received two, and the third one received one. So I think understandably, according to, Mark, uh, according to this parable in Matthew, um, it was according to how uh, they were, you know, abled. So no one received more or less than he could handle. If he failed in his assignment, his excuse could not be that he was overwhelmed. No. Failure could come only from laziness or hatred toward the master. So you see that um, the parables can also be, have some moral teaching here when we talk about laziness, being productive. It's something that we, we always want to encourage everybody to say. I mean, we have to at least work for something. We have to be active. We have, we have to be you know, industrious. I think that's another theme as well that I want, I may want us maybe to draw from this. It's about, you know, putting effort in the things that we, that maybe we, 
we, we, we ought to do, put in some, some effort. So this is what these three, uh, you know, um, servants were expected to do according to their abilities. So for us, um, the talent represents any kind of resource we are given. God gives us time. God gives us gifts and other resources according to our abilities. And he expects us to invest them wisely until he returns. We are responsible to use well what God has given us. And the issue is not how much we have, but how well we use what we have. Again, this comes back to us. To say we all, you know, uh, you know there's a statement which says, count all your blessings. So I believe that God has given, God has bestowed upon us gifts and talents and skills. We all have different, you know, abilities and skills. But it is how do we invest? How do we utilize those gifts and skills for the sake of, for the purpose of, of the kingdom of God? But you'll discover that, you know, maybe sometimes it is laziness, sometimes it is, you know, procrastination. Sometimes we think, oh, I'll do that later. I'll do that maybe some other time. And we are not, you know, um, counting on our, on our blessings and, you know, uh, you know utilizing those. Um, as in this illustration that I'm going to share with you of this uh, uh, lady called Juliet, Julie if you want to call her, she was um, an elderly woman, but she always had a strange attitude to gifts. That's Julie. Yes, quite old, but she had a strange attitude to gifts. If she were given a present, she would thank the person. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. And say how kind it was of them to give her a gift. Right? She said she would treasure it. Like some of us, we do. We receive gifts and we so much, you know, treasure those. Then without unwrapping it, she would put it away in a drawer for another day. Okay, let me just put my gift away. Maybe tomorrow I'll unwrap it and see what it is. When a niece came to help her later sometime to help her move, she discovered many unused gifts still wrapped. There were biscuits and cakes that had molded away. There were jars of things that had long passed their sell-by date. There were clothes now um, would no longer fit Julie. Drawer after drawer of gifts were put out in the bin because she did not use them. She lost them. She never had the benefit of them. Why? She had so much gifts. She received so much gifts. But what did she do with the gifts? She put them away in, the, in drawers. In drawers. In drawers. This is the thing here. Because you see, this, par this parable represents, these characters in, the, in this parable, they represent some of us. When God give, gives us some gifts and skills and talents, sometimes we, we just keep them. We store and we do not utilize. We do not make any use of our gifts and, and skills and talents. So in the same way, we will lose our local shops unless we use them. Because we've got so many things around us. 
We have got these small shops, the corner shops. Think of, oh, I don't got, I don't visit the small uh, corner shop. Something like that. We will lose bus services unless we use them. We will lose our God-given gifts and talents unless we use them. So what we need to understand is use it now or lose it. Use it or lose it. The last man in the parable was thinking only of himself. He hoped to play it safe and protect himself from his hard master. But he was judged for his self-centeredness. It was unfortunate that the, this last man, the third man, he looks at his master as a hard man. He doesn't look at what he has been given. He doesn't think of being, you know, industrious, working hard, making production. He is looking, and if not actually blaming, or just, you know, um, making his master to be a hard and difficult man, he, he missed the point, the third man. We must not make excuses, my friends, to avoid doing what God calls us to do. If God truly is our master, we must obey willingly our time, our abilities, our money, whatever our resources. They are not ours in the first place, but we are just caretakers. We do not own anything. God owns everything. We are just caretakers. We are just stewards. When we ignore, squander, or abuse what we, are, what we have been given, we are rebellious and deserve to be punished. According to this passage, you know, the third man had to be punished. That's what we hear from the passage. But anyway, my, my message is not about punishment, but my message is about us trying to do good, trying to be proactive, trying to be very positive, and making use of the gifts that God has given us. Maranatha, come, Lord, come. Jesus is coming back. We know this for sure. May he find us faithful as we serve God in whatever we do. For most of us, it means doing our daily work out of love for God. Let us try to reflect and to portray the attitude of the faithful and hardworking servants. Bless you. Amen.